The Superpowers of the Soul Channel is brought to you by Superpower Experts. Visit superpowerexperts.com to unlock your superpowers today. You're listening to Spiritual Ecstasy with Dr. Gabriel Cousins. Okay, I want to welcome you to Spiritual Ecstasy and the Superpowers of the Soul Channel. Today, we will be discussing the spiritual joy of fasting. Most people don't think it's so much fun, but it is in my 40 years of fasting, and guiding people on fast, it is one of the most powerful ways of people really accessing the natural spiritual joy that they are. Okay. My name is Dr. Gabriel Cousins, known as Physician of the Soul. And I will be discussing from my own life experience as a holistic physician, spiritual teacher, humanitarian, Native American sun dancer, an eagle dancer, father and grandfather. The mystery and wonders of spiritual fasting. In this process, I will just also share as a spiritual teacher which I've been for 48 years, the, the, a whole new insight into fasting for more, most people. Um, I've written 13 books in spirituality and spiritual nutrition. My latest book is titled Into the Nothing, a Spiritual Autobiography. One of the most important things we face today is an emerging issue I've observed in my clients from all over the world. And people who take my workshops, participate in my weekly Alive and Liberated with Dr. Gable, they're a part of my Tree of Life community. And that's our current world situation, which is really on a lot of people's minds. People are feeling disconnected from their soul and from the joy and passion of life. And today's teaching is really about this issue. How do we start reconnecting to our natural and inherent spiritual joy? Spiritual fasting is a very powerful force in helping us do it. And usually by spiritual fasting, I don't mean intermittent fasting, but fasting for at least seven days and green juices, which we do in our spiritual fast, which now I'm doing over the internet because of the concerns about the, the virus. And it is the most powerful way of becoming a superconductor of the divine. And that is, of course, if it's done in a full spiritual context. You can just, 
uh, do a kind of a, a, a straight fast, but I'm talking about spiritual fasting, and that's about meditating twice a day, people receiving the descent of grace, and Shaktipat, or awakening what we call the Ruach Kanesh, or Holy Spirit. And in this context, we the mind is calmed, the layers of the mind, that call the koshas, are cleared, the energetic channels of the body, are, have an increased flow of energy. And it sets what we call the preconditions for the awakening of the Kundalini. And about 90% of the people who take spiritual fast in retreats and they actually do have that awakening. Um, and that's the exciting thing because there's an expansion of consciousness and prana and what we call Kundalini or Shakina energy. So these are the things that make a spiritual fast different than a regular fast. Uh, in this context, spiritual fasting is an essential discipline for the attainment of true knowledge. And that's what brings the spiritual ecstasy is when you experience that true knowledge, there's a profound awakening within yourself. The spiritual practice of fasting is found in almost all religions. Socrates, Plato, the Stoics, the Vedas, the Neoplatonist philosophers such as Epictetus, Plotinus uh, use fasting to purify the spirit in order to better perceive the truth. Socrates and Plato practice 10 day fasts. Pythagoras, the great mathematician, practiced 40 day fasts. And fasting is used in religions such as Judaism and Christianity and Hinduism and Islam and Buddhism for a variety of different purposes. My focus here is the purpose of contacting the truth of who you are. And fasting in this context is, means the voluntary abstinence from food for a spiritual and spiritual joy purpose. So in that way, it's classically defined as abstinence from food and water and, uh, and to abstain from that which is toxic to the body, mind, and spirit. When we fast for spiritual purpose, we go beyond simply stopping our food intake. We remove ourselves from our worldly responsibilities of anything which is toxic to the mind, body, and spirit. So in general, in Guiding the fast, it's, it's really nice to do it in a retreat setting, which I've been doing since 1983. But in these days, uh, since we do it over the internet, it's something that um, you want to minimize your external activities. And it, uh, 
after the first few days of a fast, the appetite usually fades and our attachment to food diminishes. In the spiritual context of removing ourselves from society and of meditating and of doing yoga asanas, walks in nature, being with others to support our spirituality, the mind becomes free to merge into the higher states of God communion. Fasting is supportive to spiritual life because until we reach a certain level of spiritual development, the desires of the body, mind complex, are stronger than the desires of God communion. So we're going to take a little 10-second uh, break, and then when we come back, we'll continue. The Superpower Experience goes way beyond the podcast. Listeners can connect with hosts and one another inside the Superpower Universe Plus membership. Members get access to high vibe connections, Superpower Masterclasses, and much, much more. Don't wait another moment to step into your superpowers. Go to superpowerexperts.com and sign up today. Welcome back to Spiritual Ecstasy. And our program of spiritual, the joy of spiritual fasting. And this is on our Superpowers of the Soul channel. And just let you know, uh, you can also get me at treeoflife.mn.co, drcousins.com. And we have a list of the weekly programs I'm doing. We have a live and liberated with Dr. Gabriel. We have spiritual nutrition and I have a variety of other talks uh, that I, I do and post. So that's how you can contact me. And now we're going to kind of continue with our, with our understanding. Uh, and I think the key word here is Fasting will bring spiritual rebirth. The light of the world will illuminate you when you fast and purify yourself. That's by Gandhi. Now, I have personally done a 40-day fast and also a, the juice fast and a 21-day water fast. At the end of the... Uh, 48-day fast, as well as the 21-day water fast, I was definitely uh, deeply elevated in spirit. And even at the end of the 21-day water fast, um, I was still able to do 100 push-ups. So why, why am I saying that? Because a lot of people associate uh, fasting with debilitation. I mean, in, in fact, actually, at the age of 60, on the sixth day of a fast, I did 601 push-ups. I'm always testing myself, okay, to see, well, what's the effect? So during a fast, you do get more flexible. You do get, and as the toxins come out, you'll actually get a little stronger. It's possible, particularly a shorter fast. Now, what I recommend generally twice a year is two seven-day fasts. 
although we're going to be moving to three seven-day fasts because of all the toxicity that's happening in the world today. Some of the ideas that we have about fasting for spiritual life may be helpful. And uh, I'm going to quote Gandhi again, all fasting is a yearning of the soul to merge in the divine essence. If practiced with the right intention, it makes man a friend of God. Tertullian, the Roman the theologian. Paracelsus, the great medieval physician, fasting is the greatest remedy. Hippocrates, everyone has a doctor in him. We just have to help this doctor do his work. Now, what I'm talking about is when we get healthy, which is a theme that I teach, have taught over the years, when we clear out the toxins, we naturally move into higher levels of spiritual joy and ecstasy. It's, it's, it's a natural phenomena that, we, that, that happens for us. And I think that's the important thing. And there's another piece to it is we're also happy when we're not sick. And one of my teachings is instead of looking for cures, it's better to stop building disease. Because when we look at the idea of spiritual fasting, which is multidimensional, not just absence from food, we begin to see that it's multidimensional. And it's a primordial way to reconnect with God and your soul. And of course, that brings spiritual ecstasy, which is exactly what we've been talking about, which is what my program is about. It also activates the vital life force, which speeds up the eliminating of dead, dying, and in these days, genetically engineered cells. Um, and that's pretty important. We also find that fasting actually builds the brain. Normally, we lose 1% of brain mass a year, but like physical exercise, fasting literally increases brain size. And it does this by stimulating uh, brain-derived neurotropic factors, uh, it's a site stress of neurons, and the result is we stimulate neuron, brain neuron growth. That's pretty exciting in a way. Uh, we actually can grow our brain. We know it also decreases, decrease, decreases breast cancer risk by 40%. So there are lots of advantages. Um, it stimulates growth hormone production as well and a general sense of well-being, which brings us back to that sense of spiritual joy. And in the process, too, fasting creates a situation for emotional detox. 
as well, not just physical detox. We begin physically detox after a day or two. Emotional detox happens after day three and four. And then usually by day five and six, people are, are feeling uh, a greatly enhanced spiritual ecstasy, which is what this show is about. Uh, when the body is self-cleaned, self-healed, regenerated, we can more easily appreciate our body and soul as a divine gift, something worth taking care of. In another way, fasting is a form of youthing, which again, creates a sense of well-being and spiritual ecstasy and joy. Um, so there are many, what I consider important aspects of fasting. And people are surprised how easy it is for them. Uh, and really, I recommend just, you can do a longer fast, but I recommend actually the, the seven-day fast. It's enough to flush the toxins out of the brain so you can kind of get more clear and more joyful. It improves concentration, improves creative thinking, lifts depression, helps stop insomnia, helps anxiety fade, the mind becomes more tranquil. And joy begins to dominate. That's the, the good news of this. Uh, literally, the toxic waste that accumulate in our brain cells get flushed out. And I think it, it makes has made me consider, since, as I say, fasting since, group fasting since 1983, uh, that those four, approximately 40 years, I've definitely seen people's brain function improve during the fast. People get a little spacey, but I'm talking about something a little different in post-fast experience. Uh, and then the more you fast, the higher level of health that you are operating with. Uh, some people have trouble meditating for a half hour, find themselves meditating for two hours without difficulty. Uh, the product or life force is greatly enhanced. Um, so in essence, fasting has a powerful effect on our bodies, our emotions, our minds, and our spirit. It elevates the spirit. Now, almost anybody benefits from fasting, if they're willing to do it. Exceptions are those more than 15 pounds underweight or people with severe wasting diseases, pregnant women, lactating women. I don't really recommend it. Uh, the thing that's interesting about fasting is it stood the test of time for over 5,000 years. Uh, and it does something to reorganize the brain. In Russia, they, they show that fasting helps about 65% of incurable schizophrenics. That's an interesting kind of uh, thing to think about, incurable schizophrenics. Now, we're not talking about spiritual ecstasy. We're just talking about the brain coming back into order, which is a precondition for spiritual ecstasy. It's really good for helping people overcome addictions, food, cigarettes, drugs. 
And again, when you move into spiritual joy, then you don't need opioids to make you feel okay. Because you create fasting creates a sense of well-being. It enhances the dopamine receptors, which are kind of the joy. And so your addictions go away. I mean, it's also a very effective and easy cure for uh, cigarette addiction and most most addictions. Because we literally change the cell memory. Uh, and basically, we're talking about all levels of regeneration, not just neurons. So, so your whole body starts to regenerate, and you really begin to feel good from it. That's the key thing. Um, uh, the end of a fast is a special opportunity to reorganize ourselves around a new quality of diet. And that's why Paracelsus, as I said earlier, is that it's the greatest remedy. One of the things we're also facing today is the immune system. And we see that fasting uh, really helps regenerate a new immune system. Uh, generally speaking, although I recommend about seven days, Many of the leading European clinics are 14 to 21 days are considered therapeutic. I also studied with Dr. Bookinger at the Bookinger Clinic where they've done more than a million fasts since they started in the early 1900s. He describes fasting as burning rubbish. So when you burn rubbish, what happens? Okay. The function of the body goes better. The brain is enhanced and spiritual joy is enhanced. Spiritual ecstasy begins to take place, particularly when you combine it with meditation. So those are like really key things to begin to understand what the uh, spiritual fasting is ultimately about. It's a way to literally rejuvenate every area of your being. Now, uh, it's easy for me to go into medical, but I can't help but mention that uh, that intermittent fasting helps the brain withstand degenerative effects of aging and also has been shown to reverse Alzheimer's. Now, I'm not making a claim for fasting, but I think it's important we understand and it creates a slight st stress in the body, which just like exercise builds muscles, it builds the brain function. Uh, and that is, of course, worth considering in the whole thing. and also helps reduce cognitive impairment, all of which create more happiness in your life. Another aspect of fasting that we don't usually talk about is it helps us get in touch with our natural rhythms of life. Our current world, we're more and more out of touch. And when we fast, 
we're become more in touch with our natural rhythm, and that brings back a natural sense of, of joy, of spiritual joy as well. Um, so that finding our natural rhythm is an important part of life. And in our society today, it's so easy to get knocked out of your natural rhythm uh, that it's it's hard. So I see fasting in the sense of a uh, as a way of resetting, a way of spiritually resetting and physiologically resetting as well. Um, the the joy that comes from this is very fun to see. And it's easier to see people move into an I am that experience where they understand that they actually aren't the body uh, and really go beyond the mind to the essence of who they are. And in that sense, not only do we get in touch with our holy rhythm, but we get in touch with our sacred design. We are, we're clear of all the programmed thoughts, then we can better access the inner essence of who we are and get in touch with our sacred design, which is our purpose for being here on the planet. That is of real value for us. And that's some of the, the, the key, let's say, aspects of the, the fasting, accessing your sacred design, uh, accessing your sacred rhythm so you can really be in touch with who you are. Um, and enhancing one's community with the divine. The, the, the kind of almost the call to action is for people who haven't fasted to try to experience it. Now, my advice as someone who's guided fast for about 40 years and fast regularly myself two, three times a year is that you start with a, uh, you stop trying, you start trying it. And again, a seven-day fast is like a minimum that you want to do to fill the whole cycle. And it's good to really work with somebody who has experience with fasting. And then I'm going to add the aspect of, but with it, we want to add meditation a few hours a day. We want to add body movement, sacred dance. Uh, we uh, like the sacred dance, but also the uh, yoga asana. My wife teaches the tri, what we call tri yoga. It's a special kind of flowing yoga. And these are all things that really work. Uh, and spending time in nature. All of these help you get in touch with your holy rhythm and your sacred design. So 
it it isn't just oh this is a physical detox but it's like here's a way of detoxing on all levels and coming into more harmony with the essence of who you are besides growing your brain and uh, getting the toxins out of the system and getting rid of bowel toxicity, which are the common things that people talk about, it really is a profound spiritual experience that I've observed really increases by the time we're hit day six or seven, the amount of spiritual ecstasy that people are feeling because they're getting in touch with the essence of life, which is what we call the big self, the spark of God within us. And that's being stimulated. So may everybody be blessed to access that spark of God within us and have the multidimensional effect of fasting, both physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual upliftment. You can reach me at treeoflife.nu, sorry, treeoflife.mn.co or drcousins.com to actually find out more about the spiritual fasting and also uh, to kind of get an overview of uh, the different courses that I teach. including spiritual fasting, but including courses with the mind, and plus the weekly programs of spiritual nutrition and alive and liberated with Dr. Gabriel, where many uh, people's questions get answered. So I'm there for you. This is a really important time in, in uh, the history of the planet. And may you be blessed that you are inspired to try spiritual fasting and uplift your life on every level. Thank you for listening to the Superpower Network. Go now to superpowerexperts.com to unlock your superpowers and change your life today. Today.